Welcome back to another episode of Beards of Prey, where we try to bridge the gap between everyone. Thanks again for tuning in. First and foremost, Asalaamu Alaikum. Peace be upon all of you, wherever you may be. So due to some challenges, it's going to be just me today by myself. And today's episode is going to be a bit different. It actually started when I was running yesterday. And when I run, I like to listen to podcasts and whatnot. And I was listening to a podcast on a discussion between a Muslim and a Christian. And a lot of things were said, but one thing that stuck out to me was that they were talking about how on the anniversary of 9-11, there was a Muslim group who held a blood drive to donate blood in honor of the victims of 9-11. And there was an evangelical pastor who came to support them. And so this just got me thinking that there are tons of people and tons of groups around the world. Some of them may be misunderstood, but all of these groups are doing great things. And all of these groups are trying to serve humanity, trying to make the world a better place, but we never hear about them. What struck me most is that the host of the podcast was saying that chances are that this is the first time you guys are hearing about this incident in which an evangelical pastor came to show support for Muslims who were raising blood or collecting blood. And in fact, it got me so excited that I actually stopped running and I wanted to record this episode right there because I didn't want to forget my thoughts. So I actually stopped and I began to record I spoke for about 15-20 minutes, but unfortunately, when I got home, I realized that there was way too much wind in the back, and so I had to re-record. So I hope I can remember everything that I had said yesterday, and I hope I can relay my message. So of all the tons of examples of great people and great services that they are doing, just a couple came to my mind. You know, I remember a few years ago, there was, in America, there was a Jewish cemetery that got vandalized, and there was a group of Muslims that came to help the Jewish community, repair the graves that had been vandalized. And then I remember before that, in England, I read a story about how a Muslim mosque funded a synagogue that was about to shut down. Uh, Other than this, you know, there's so many examples of different groups, whether religious or not, that build hospitals and schools and other acts of service around the world. I know in Canada also in 2016, there was a Muslim group that raised a million pounds of food across the country. There was also a story in New Zealand after the attacks in 2019 on two mosques, the Jewish community over there gave a large donation to the victims. And so you can find countless examples of interfaith harmony. Even in Berlin, I was reading recently, it's old news, but I was reading that they had plans to build a mosque, a church, and a synagogue in one complex. And so now I am going to repeat what I heard yesterday on my podcast that chances are you haven't heard about these events before. Because when we look at the narrative, the narrative often is based on fear and tragedy and sadness. So despite the fact that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of beautiful events happening every day, every week, thousands of events that show the true meaning of humanity, we don't hear about them. And people may ask why. I heard a quote once, which I think is very relatable, which is that you hear about the planes that crash, but you don't hear about the planes that land. So I think that, unfortunately, today, 
the reality is that tragedy sells and hope and happiness do not. Even if you look at any disaster, take an earthquake, a tsunami, whatever it is, they always focus on the number of dead and injured. You're not going to hear a story that says millions saved after earthquake. You'll always hear it say thousands dead after whatever tragedy. I think unfortunately our minds are just more attracted towards destruction and sad events and brutality. There's a movie called Untraceable, maybe you've heard about it, but even the story of the movie is that there's a killer on the loose and he's showing video of his victims and he's killing them slowly and he says that the more people that watch these videos the faster the person will die and his purpose is to show that people humans are attracted towards like violence and bloodshed so this is the stuff that's always going to be more common in our news stories and on the internet you know tragedy and bad news it's a part of life we can't avoid it but i just want to imagine that if we focused more on the good even after bad news if we focused more on the good how much positivity we would be able to spread around the world even you know today around the world we're in a pandemic and we always focus on the number of deaths on the number of rising cases and all that obviously we have to mention that but imagine if we start to make an effort on the people who survive and the people who beat covid and if we highlight them instead of highlighting those who have died unfortunately those who have passed away for example i read about a person who was over 100 years old and she got sick from covid but she survived so i just think that if we also highlight these kinds of events along with the sad reality it may help raise the spirits of people and it may help us be more hopeful for a better future so we have negative perceptions about certain individuals and certain groups and these perceptions are reinforced by what we see on the internet on tv in movies etc so i think that what we should try to do is to change the narrative and change the perception of people by highlighting the good that we may miss on a daily basis so for example when we hear about events in which jews and christians and muslims and hindus are coming together that's what we should focus on rather than talk about minorities within each group that may be violent and hateful i think if 2020 has brought anything good it is that the world was able to unite against injustice and against inequality and i know that people are going to argue or people can argue that we saw a lot of hatred we saw a lot of violence and we saw a lot of oppression of course we did but that's exactly my point instead of focusing on the negative aspect we should focus and highlight on the positive aspects which is that when in the face of inequality and oppression many people around the world stood for those who were oppressed stood for those who continue to be oppressed and for those who have lost their lives and so i think that we should honor the victims and we should honor those people who have suffered by showing unity amongst all of us we need to change the narrative this is the point of my rant today that we need to see and figure out how we can highlight the positive aspects the aspects that happen much more frequently but we never hear about them like i said you know an evangelical pastor supporting a group of muslims who are trying to who are trying to collect blood to honor the victims of 9/11 in my eyes is a huge piece of news and it's a beautiful example of people coming together but no one hears about it 
You know, the fact that we always hear about Jews and Christians being at ends, not liking one another. When you see Jews funding Muslim victims after an attack, when you see Muslims helping Jews fix their cemetery, it's a sign of hope for us. And it's a sign that we can get along with our differences. And our differences should not be a means of division. It's funny to me because, you know, when you look at any group of friends, when you look at any family, everybody's going to have different opinions on certain things. And that doesn't stop them from having a good relation. Most of the time, obviously there's exceptions, but most of the time it doesn't. And if you look, and if I look at my own friends, you know, we have different hobbies, we have different uh, preferences when it comes to sports, we like different foods. That never stops us from having good discussions. And in my opinion, and I'd love to hear the thoughts of the listeners on this, in my opinion, I think disagreement is actually good and healthy because if we all always agreed on everything, we wouldn't be able to advance. But the fact that we're able to openly challenge one another, obviously in a respectful and friendly way, gives room for improvement and gives us room to improve our thinking and grow. So let's not let the negativity get to us. Let's not let all this tragic news that we constantly hear bring us down. Instead, let's try to change the narrative. Let's focus on the positivity and let's highlight all of those people, all of those men, women and children around the world from different origins, different faiths, different backgrounds who are trying to make this world a better place. Let's give them a voice and let's be their voices because if we can do this, we will be able to bring about that revolution of love and friendship and solidarity that we all are trying to achieve. You know, it's pretty sad that we hear about certain events and we think that they were way back in the day and we think that, you know, today no one suffers, no one, no one is oppressed and everyone has the same opportunities. When we take a closer look, we see that that's not true and we see that many people are judged just when they walk into a room. Many people aren't given the benefit of the doubt. And so if we want to see this change, I think that we have to be the change. We should fight for the rights of others. We don't have to only support our own people. We should be supporting all of those people who aren't causing any harm or spreading any type of mischief in society. So we talk often about tolerance and how we need to tolerate one another. But I think we should go a step above tolerance and support one another. Because, you know, when it comes to tolerance, I tolerate loud music or I'll tolerate flies in my house. Not happily, but I have to deal with it. When it comes to freedom of faith, for example, freedom of religion, I'm not going to tolerate someone who's a Christian or a Jew. I'm going to be like, absolutely, that person has a fundamental right to believe and practice as they wish. And I would never try to challenge that. I would never try to stop anybody from professing their faith and professing their beliefs. I believe that that's what makes us rich as humans and diverse as humans. And from a religious perspective, because you guys know that I'm a Muslim, even if you read in the Quran, it says that humans have been made differently so that they may get to understand and know one another. So I believe that we should celebrate our diversity and we should come together in the name of humanity. And as I said a couple of times in this rant of mine, we should try to change the narrative so that when a person thinks about evangelicals or Jews, he thinks about those who are serving others rather than the common negative stereotypes and prejudices that may be associated with those groups of people. In the end, I wanted to just thank you guys again for listening. Thank you for your support. And I wanted to clarify something from our first episode. We received a comment about the incident in which the Qur'an was being burned. So I had said something along the lines of that the person who burned the Qur'an, he 
he had done us a favor because we also burned the Quran when we want to dispose of it. So I just want to clarify that in case I was misunderstood, I wasn't saying that we thank that guy for doing that. I was just pointing out the irony that he's trying to insult us, but he doesn't realize that we also, when we want to dispose of the Quran, instead of throwing it in the garbage, we burn the papers. So in no way do I find that respectful. Of course, I find it offensive, but I just want to clarify the irony and the funny side of it. So at the end, as usual, feel free to leave us your comments at beardsofprey at gmail.com. That's pray with an A. Thank you again for listening and have an excellent day. Peace be upon you.